Hey guys, I'm back. Monster Jotty with Exponential Intelligence, part two. And if you haven't listened to part one, highly recommend it because it goes into detail about this mess here. Uh, and then we help, we can help understand what happened to Kobe or the science behind what happened to Kobe. So I just want to reiterate, kind of go through it just one more time. You have this world here, the reality, what we see here, the Newtonian physics, uh, which is based on, say, the quantum physics here, which is based on pure physics that I talked about. So this pure physics, or say your timeless reality, dictates what happens here in say, this physical reality. So just flip that around. You have this reality, and it's dictated at say the top level understanding on why this reality works, okay? So this reality, there's multiple reasons on why something happens, right? And that's why there's always exceptions to the rule on why something happens. But as we go to higher and higher and higher levels, now granted this is just three levels, but there's many, many layers in between. There's layers within layers and so on. With each layer, we get more clarity, more purpose, more, say, um, granular, okay? Uh, and then, again, less exceptions to the rule. So at the top level, and that's what we're gonna get at, there's no exceptions to the rule. So that's all you have to understand, is that at the top level, okay, there's no exceptions to the rule, it's just a program. That happens, and whatever that program happens, it dictates how you see this reality here. So. So it goes into depth on the first uh, part of the series. I highly recommend you understand it. So let's get into Kobe. And then after that, uh, <clears throat> we're gonna take this down. Uh, we're gonna sit down, do a deep uh, meditation. It's called a meta-healing or uh, meta-healing or meta-programming uh, that we do. One, to help Kobe, uh, his daughter, and then the, the living, uh, the family that's here okay. to, to help them out. So here we go. I'm going to give you another example just to help you move away from say, the spiritual values, the religious, say, understanding, uh, and all the woo-woo shit that's, you know, that, that's always around, right? Um, so, so your spirit, so you have your spirit and I call it your timeless form or your timeless identity, which creates 99% of who you are. The 1% of who you are is this reality here, your life experience, um, uh, you know, your, your health, your success, your relationships, even that spiritual connection is only 1% of who you really are. The 99% is the bigger picture. It's kind of like, a, like an iceberg. 99%, 90% of it is below water. So that's a small portion, that 5-10% is above water. And that's what we focus on. It's very deceiving. So what happened to Kobe? So I'm going to explain it to you or how I see, let's see, how I see human consciousness or how humans render themselves here. Because I see this reality as a matrix. I see it as an operating system. 
just like you have like an Apple, you know, uh, Android or like um, um, Android or or Microsoft operating system, uh, I see this reality as an operating system. So that we have to understand. Uh, This reality is not, say, as solid as we think it is. It's a hologram. So, so that's the first part. Think of yourself, your identity, and to make it really, really simple, I'm going to use a, a smartphone example. Okay, and this is going to be say Kobe, and this is going to be I'm going to be tapping into how Kobe would see the world using an iPhone example, not an iPhone, but a smartphone example. Okay. So again, I'm going to be explaining what happened to Kobe from her, from his younger days as a smartphone example. And I know that sounds kind of strange, but just work with me here. So this is Kobe. He's a smartphone. Okay. So with a smartphone, you have, you know, your background picture, your home screen, your lock screen. You have all the apps, you have your ringtone, and so on like that. It's, it's, and if you lose your phone, you can say, you know, log into Google again and replenish that with the same ringtone, same lock screen, same everything else. Does that make sense to you? So you get that same identity, that same phone, that exact same phone that you had. This is, this is a replacement phone. So, so. How does that happen, or what does that have to do with human identity? Well, this is just a vehicle here. This is just like, say, an app. This is the phone. This is what we're touching, what we're feeling, okay? Underneath, the operating system is what's important, okay? That's really the key. So, So whether it's you have a SIM card, back in the day you have a SIM card, now you have cloud storage, you know, with a Google account or, you know, Samsung account or uh, an Apple account, right? You log in and then you download, say for example, this is your, let's use Google. This is you. This is your identity. This is your behaviors, your patterns, your, the way the way you would see your relationships, the way you get old, the way uh, the way you see your money situations, the way your you know your bone structure works, the way your facial features work, the way if you want to think of it, your DNA, your source code, as I call it, this is that. This is you. Okay? It's a blueprint. This is a blueprint of who you are. Okay? It's a consciousness of who you are. Okay. You want to come into this reality. So what do you do? You say create a phone or say a render, you render a body, and then you download this, and then that phone well, turns into you. So this is the 90, I'll write it bigger for you, 99% of who you are. You understand now why? This is the 99%. What you see here, your physical rendering, this is only 1% of who you are, okay? This can be thrown away. Just like you lose your phone, you trash it, you break it, you know, you, you lose it. 
you get another phone, you get another replacement, and then you download that info, and it's you again. So, so hopefully we're clear on that. I'm just gonna put this down. <clears throat> so we're clear on that. This is how, say, your reality works. By the way, you, this version of yourself, or this is your operating system. Okay, again, this dictates how you see your life, how you see your, your, your relationships and everything else that you see, it's dictated by the operating system, this filter. And this is, I'm not gonna get into, you know, life situations and so on like that, because it would take too long, because we're just gonna focus on Kobe, otherwise this would be like a two hour, three hour seminar. So, so now we understand that this is an operating system. Uh, this is the phone that you download the operating system on, and then this becomes you. Again, the 1% of who we think we are. According to this smartphone, you can do certain things because of the apps on this phone, right? That comes from here. This is why, this is where your environment comes in. Depending on the apps that you have, if it's a crappy app, you're gonna have a crappy life, for example. If you have an app that goes, it dictates, again, dictated from here, dictates that you have not such good relationships, well, that app is always gonna give you not such good relationships, so we have to change the app right here, not here, we can't delete it here because a lot of us do it, NLP, conditioning, mental conditioning, whatever we do, right? We try to delete that app. Basically what we're doing is we're deleting the icon of that app. We're not deleting the actual program. And then we replace it with another app, but then we're replacing it from the same operating system here. So that's just a side note. So, so what does that have to do with Kobe? Okay. Let me give you uh, uh, yeah. So again, this is your human rendering, and this is Kobe. Okay. So connecting with him, uh, he's been around. Some of you, just give me a second here. Let's go. Let's just take a deep breath in. And I've connected with him uh, a few days prior. So a lot of knowledge downloaded already, but let's just bring him in, his consciousness in. And if his family members are watching, you might actually say, well, other people would actually feel him, but if you're the family members are watching, you would actually feel his presence around you much, much more. Just give me a second. So how are you feeling? Notice again those people who are sensitive. Some of you go, oh, "I don't feel anything," because you're not you're not as sensitive. You're not as keen on say 
understanding your environment because you're so focused. Uh, most of you, especially if you've done the work, or if you're family members of COVID, you probably feel this presence around you. Let me explain that. Okay. Uh, this is a series called Live Conversations with Dead People. This is not channeling. This is not talking to those individuals uh, or anything like that. It's very, very different, and I'm going to explain that in just a second. So, like this example, your operating system, who you are, okay, out there in the cloud, there's a consciousness. Call it consciousness, and say, this is Kobe. There's a consciousness called Kobe, his identity. It sits there out in the cloud. This is the smartphone. Okay. Kobe, for example, to have his identity, and this is where my abilities come in, right? He gets connected to here. So he, say, transpires. And then what most people think what happens to people who die is this identity you know, leaves, and then this identity kind of just goes up in the clouds somewhere in another reality and then they exist here they don't although some people if they don't die right they would transcend and that's where kobe came to me it's like he didn't want to hang out in these lower realms this is where psychic abilities come in this is where you know your loved one dies and and they go oh i feel my mom or dad or whoever my husband or wife around me this is why that happens because they didn't realize that they were completely disconnected from this reality. So basically, they exist in, say, another reality, a lower version of, if you want to call it heaven, it's not my labeling, might be yours, uh, right, say, above the space without a body. So at this level, time and space vibrate at a higher frequency. Okay? So that consciousness is there. And this is, again, where psychics might connect to the dead. Uh, you might channel, you might feel their presence because they actually still in this reality. Again, not knowing that they're completely, say, disconnected or don't have any, say, solid frequency here. Okay? Again, that's a side note. Just giving you uh, more information. So what I do is that there's a consciousness that we tap into. Okay? Again, this operating system should I get into that? So this operating system is a development of your family. So again, here, you have mom and dad, and then their mom and dad, their mom and dad, and so on like this. So you basically are the latest version of this lineage that goes, I don't know how far back, basically until the beginning of humans. It goes that far. And then again, say when Kobe was born, he was his latest version of that lineage. Okay? So this consciousness exists in a program somewhere. And then, you know, you download it or you create, say, a baby and then that identity or if you want to call it your spirit and then your physical form. And that connects and this gives you that information. Just like a Google account would give you all the information, right? your music, your apps, all those things once you download it and once you log into your account. Basically, you're logging into your account, and poof, this identity comes into play. So that's Kobe's consciousness. So when Kobe 
Okay. So when Kobe was young, from what I'm seeing, and again, you know, uh, I didn't study Kobe. I don't need to. It can happen to anybody at any time, dead or alive. Uh, and I wouldn't know their names or people's names because I'm not. I look at the database, not the contents of the database. So I would see the patterns of the programming that, say, somebody would run versus, say, a psychic that goes, oh, you know, you had a dog named Clarabelle or whatever. Okay? I would, again, I would run patterns on how you would behave or you would interact in this reality because that's what I'm really good at. That's my expertise. So, so when Kobe was young, he seems that that he used to see things or he would have say imaginary friends uh, around say seven what, seven yeah like seven eight nine right uh, years of age he would literally like experience just like the way you see me here right uh or your friends kobe would actually say visualize like four or five individuals that didn't know that they were dead so they would hang here, hang out here without a physical form. Hence, to most individuals, they wouldn't be here. However, Kobe was very sensitive. He knew things, right? He sensed things around him. Again, a lot of you who might have kids who say, see things, and you go, honey, I think we should put them on ADD or ADHD or some kind of medicine to calm them down because whatever you're seeing, they don't want to go crazy. Don't do that. They actually see that stuff is real. Some of it's, you know, hallucinations. But again, for the most part, those imaginary friends, they're not so imaginary. They're real. So, so just to give you that example. So again, they're here somewhere. So those are, say, kids that have, that, that might have died in the neighborhood. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three, four kids that, you know, over the years might have died in the neighborhood. They're still hanging out. It's like, hey, what the hell happened? You know, uh, you, they don't realize. Well, at this point, they realize that they're dead. But they don't know how to, say, cross beyond this realm and, like, leave the space. So you might hear it uh, as, uh, you know, dead people walking. There's a lot of say, dead people in Hawaii. You know, walk, uh, night walkers and so on like that. Basically similar. But again, moving away from the spiritual definition uh, into into more real or more solid, more definite definition, is that they don't realize that they have died. They they transcend into a higher frequency, just to be in another reality outside of this plane. Because there's realities and there's a lot of say science on how many realities are in. You know, there's layers and layers and layers, kind of like um, the, a fabric, right? They're interwoven in, say, a very small space-time section. So, so they just transfer into another reality. And then individuals like Kobe that are very sensitive, they would see that. So, so now you have, um, for Kobe's situation, you would have, say, four imaginary friends that he would literally 
talk to and connect with around seven, eight, nine, ten years of age. Right. So over time, and again, these individuals, they start to realize that they're dead. So what they do is they start to understand the mechanics of this reality, this physical reality that exists in. And then they would start to they would start to say manipulate this reality like they actually existed here, but not to the depth that we can. Okay? They can control this reality. The cool thing about it is, or maybe not so cool thing about it is, is that over time they start to understand that if they can blend in, and this is what happens, they can, and I'll explain the details. Again, there's a lot of science behind this, uh, or examples. They go, oh, shit, this stuff's real, because it is. Uh, they start to understand that they're here, but if they can connect to, say, a phone, and, say, change accounts, they can actually re-experience life here. And they'll see their identity through... Kobe's eyes. So with Kobe, I know that sounds kind of strange, so I'm just going to explain it again. So you have Kobe's consciousness, you have Kobe's, say, rendering body here, right? Your life experience. And then you have four imaginary friends over time. Um, you know, he, yeah, with Kobe, you know, he feels more secure with those individuals than family. Because the family, uh, let's just say they're religiously dark, you know, and by that I mean, and again, these are your labelings, okay, uh, just to help you understand, you know, there's, uh, they would they would believe in curses, um, sacrifices, uh, certain things, customs or traditions that you do to ward off certain things or entities, let's see, um, Certain worship, uh, superstition would fall into that. So again, that's why I call it say dark religion. Because religion was would, if it was pure, would free you and strengthen you from that. So, by the way, I'm not against any religion or any spiritual movement. If it helps you, that's fantastic. And if it doesn't, do something else or figure out the original way to practice that religion so you get the same results as the creators of those religions. So again, if you're not getting a, uh, the results like a Jesus, a Buddha, or Muhammad, you're doing it wrong. Whoever he taught you is wrong, right? So find out, force those people that are teaching you to get better results for you, right? That's all I have to say. Um, don't get mad at me. Look at your life. It's not going wrong. Again, you're doing it wrong. Uh, I, I deal with the bottom line. So coming back to this example, You've got four imaginary friends. They get really, really close to Kobe. Kobe starts to trust them more and more. And then just kind of tapping in, you know, this is where, again, around nine, 10, Kobe doesn't really connect with this reality. And his mom might go, what the hell's wrong with Kobe? You know, a lot of you might have kids like that. Uh, he's getting more in or more alone or pulling himself away from his family and friends and so on like that. Because this arena, the higher frequencies of death is more enticing than say the physical form here, because it feels more euphoric. Even if it's bad, it feels more euphoric here because it's lighter. So over time, they start to say, play the game. It's like, hey, you know what, Kobe? Let's do this, man. 
let me jump into your body and you can jump out. And they go, Kobe's going, yeah, I trust you guys. Yeah, let's do that. So well, that's what they do. Kobe has a great tone. Uh, and this is where some people like me, may, uh, their minds might wander. You know, they're not of this reality. They're always thinking of something else and so on and so on. Right? You might have kids like that. This is why that happens. They don't need more drugs. Again, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but again, they don't need more drugs because they get disconnected from this reality even more. So over time, uh, these friends start to control Kobe more, right? And it's euphoric coming into the physical form. If you're in physical form, it's euphoric saying stepping out for a bit. Right? That's why we always feel that grandness, right? Uh, that euphoria when we say meditate and step out of our body. By the way, it's not a good way to do it. You want to take your body, your identity with, otherwise you get into trouble like this, or you get disconnected from this world. So why do I say this happens? If you say interview, say his mom or anybody else, you go, yeah, Tony was say distant around that time. Uh, and I don't want to get into the family issues or anything like that because that's not my place. You know, that's uh, unless you're on one on one with me and I discuss, you know, the personal issues, family dynamics and so on like that with you one on one. I never discuss anybody, anybody's personal stuff uh, with anybody else other than you know, if you're here and I'm talking to you. So I'm not going to get into that. But for some reason, let's just say Kobe feels safer here than anywhere else, say within the family or with his friends or wherever else. He feels safer, say, in another world. So over time, by the time he's, say, 15, 16, what happens is that well, life gets a little harder because life is harder because if you're stepped out of life or you're stepped out of time, life gets harder. Especially if you're, you know, of a darker nature, this reality, unfortunately, this world, maybe not the friendliest to say something a little darker. What happens is that, you know, he gets more and more inward. And it's like, shit, you know, I got to do something, you know, and then, you know, the, the, the push of religion or trying to be that good person, or basically trying to hide the family history. Uh, look back in your family. How many things do we try to say, put under the, um, you know, push under the rug, right? To hide. It's like hell no, that's not us. Well, it is you because you resonate from that. That's your operating system that we talked about. You can't disguise it. You can't get rid of it. You can't put perfume on it because it still comes out. Okay? So over time, by the time he's fifteen, sixteen. You know, they have this really good group going. Basically, they step in, Kobe steps out. Uh, and they, But what happens is that Kobe gets more and more disconnected because he's losing his identity. Because this has, say, uh, ROM memory or RAM memory, it's like random access. So this is like kind of like a flash drive. It, it remembers Say, you, you know, the last, say, you know, keystrokes or whatever, it's, it's a flash memory. It's not, say, complete memory. It's not, caught, it's not like a hard drive memory. It's just, it's a flash memory. So as people, these identities, these friends step in and out and start using his identity, he gets confused on who he is. So by the time 15, 16, 19, he's a confused young, young man. Uh, the story gets a little deeper. 
Okay. Uh, and this explains why he was really good at basketball. So let me show you an example on to clarify this okay, and give you some, say, statistics or some studies. So there's been people who have had surgery and then you can Google this and about two, three months later, say for example, somebody's spouse has surgery and two, three months later, the spouse, the spouse is totally a different personality. It's a totally different person. Uh, and again, you can research this. It's like, what the hell happened to my spouse? He's not the person that I married. It's totally different, right? It just doesn't, it's not random. It happens all the time. Or somebody that says has multiple personalities or uh, some of the other psychological issues that people have, right? It's like, say this personality, you're Kobe, and then this is what happens to Kobe is like, say personality, you know, X comes in to Kobe and it's like, shit, Kobe, you look so different, man. What did you do? It's like, I don't know. What are you talking about? Well, this basically kind of gets put in the background. This operating system or another personality takes over Kobe. Although Kobe looks the same, he feels different to you. So many of you might have experienced that with say your loved ones, your your friends. It's like, you know, one minute they're like happy, jovial, and all of a sudden, you know, they come back, you know, and it's like, boom, it's like, whoa, you know, what happened to the happy person? It's not just emotional. It literally is say another operating system that takes over. Let me just show you an example on that. Say I've got this, I've got my phone here, right? So your phone, it's got, it's got uh, this lock screen picture on it. Okay. So you would be familiar, say, with this lock screen picture, right? You've seen it day in, day out. You've grown up with it. If you, you know, that's your child, you know, that's who you are, right? And then over time, as it gets, say, replaced, um, what happens is that there you go. Let me shut this off. So you see the same phone, but with this identity. It's like, wait a second, it's the same phone. And if you didn't know, this was your phone, say somebody changed your lock screen on it, even if it is your phone, right? Somebody changed your lock screen and you go, this isn't my phone. So over time, it's like, hey, wait a second, right? It gets so, it, it, they don't merge anymore, right? It's like a distinct identity. And then over time, what happens is like, whoa, oh, you've changed, you've changed quite a bit. This is where it gets more interesting, by the way. Do you see how that can happen? It's like, whoa, that's not Kobe. That's, who is that? Who, who is that identity? Well, this is why. So if you have people that switch, and it's not just like emotional stuff, but literally their identities, they might forget things. They don't know what you did with them, right? It's not their, it's not their memories. It literally is. There's another personality or another operating system, say that comes in and starts taking over. So 
what happens is over time, by the time he's 18, 19, and I see a big change in him, Kobe's again tapping into his consciousness here. So what I do, before we go on, so what I do and what you may have felt, again, I didn't bring Kobe around, although you might feel his presence. Basically, I logged into this operating system, consciousness called Kobe, with my abilities, I can log that in. Uh, I can log into that and then say, help you run that essence of that on your operating system. So this would be you with your operating system. And then say, I put in or, or an overlay. Again, with my abilities, I can do that. Uh, Kobe's and you'll feel, oh, that's that presence that you're feeling. Okay. By the way, when you pick up on somebody you're not tapping into, say, their identity. You're tapping into their, say, account. Okay? Very important, because then you move away from ghosts, you move away from entities, you move away from, I don't know, presences, you move away from all that other stuff. Again, it's literally a huge, huge program that we're running here, right? So, so by the time he's 1920, these individuals, um, yeah, let me just use a different color. So these individuals get more and more abilities to dictate what happens to this phone, to Kobe. They start taking control because the spirit Somebody who does, who has a knowledge of this reality craves physical space. They crave the flesh. So what do they do? It's like, Kobe, we want more time here. You have to give us more time. But how? There's only 24 hours in a day. There's no other more. There's no more time. So, and again, that gets really, really tough for Kobe. Okay? And physical reality doesn't do well. Doesn't sit well with Kobe. He's a young guy. Uh, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know what to do. You know, he wants to be successful because if you're successful, then you think you can get out of, say, wherever you are. You can get out of the family dynamics, like many of us think, right? It's like, God, good thing I'm old enough. Now I can make my own money. I can decide for my own, you know, decisions, make my own plan, and I'm going to get the hell out of town, get out of here. But what you're doing is like you're carrying you're bringing back the baggage of your family with. So that's the problem. So you never really get away, okay? So we'll get deeper into that, Kobe. So what happens is like, um, he wants to he wants to really become really successful. Again, thinking that he can solve, because Kobe is a super suit guy. He is totally sweet guy. He wants to say the best for his mom, especially, uh, well, most of the women, actually, uh, the, the women, really super, super nice guy, not in a dis distorted way, but really caring for women. Uh, and then some of you might think, well, you know, he's heard of, you know, that's not true because, you know, there's allegations and so on like that. I'll explain that in just a second. Yeah, uh, I'll explain that in just a second. So these identities want more, so they make a deal. They go, hey, Kobe, you know what? Let's do this. I want to be completely in 
this, I want my operating system to run complete on this phone for a while. So what I'll do is we'll trade. Uh, you like basketball? Let's make you a great basketball player, okay? Uh, and when when you're playing basketball, because uh, I love basketball too, this is this is the basketball guy. This is hey, we'll call him B. This is the basketball guy, and it's like hey, you know what? I love basketball. I was a great basketball player, or you know, since I can say manipulate space time. I can be a great, because they can do anything they want on the other side without a body, right? Because they're not running from this physics. They bypass the Newtonian physics. So it's like, hey, it's a great way to make money. It's a great way to connect with women and so on like that. So what I'll do is like, when I win, so, and we'll make a career out of it. You'll make a lot of money. You'll make a lot of fortune. You'll make a lot of fame. You'll get the women, right? It's very enticing for a young man, right? That has, you know, that feels although they might have had, you know, good stuff in the family. Just think of it this way. Uh, who wouldn't be tempted with that? And it's like, yeah, that sounds really good. And, you know, these these are, feel like really close friends. So it's like, yeah, man, let's go do it. You know, so it's just like a group uh, that'll go, oh, yeah, let's do it. So what do you do? So he goes, yes, I'll do it. So in your definition, it would be, say, selling your soul. Because that's what it is. You're not really selling. You're exchanging. Uh, again, this gets rid of all the things that we've heard about, say, selling your soul. There's a price that you pay, though. Okay, we'll get into that. Uh, this is another version, you know, personality X. Uh, this personality in, in Kobe is the, say, the womanizer type personality. Uh, and again, if you knew Kobe, say, at a personal level, uh, and if you watch some of the interviews, uh, and again, I haven't watched any interviews with him, but if you just tapping in yeah, uh, to, to that consciousness, I look over here because it's like his consciousness right there. So this operating system is just literally, I, I brought it here. Okay? Um, so if you look, there's kind of a glitch and he goes from, he kind of accesses. So somebody asks him a question and that question happens to be this person's forte, right? Kobe kind of steps out, this person comes in uh, and you can see that glitch. Or if you're his wife, you it's like, what the hell happened to you? It's like, we had a great time last night, this and this and this. And the next day, you know, what is going on? You don't even remember what happened. You don't love me, you don't do this, you don't do that. You know, all that stuff. And again, it could be true, it might not be true. I'm not gonna say whichever, I'm just giving you an example. Right, it's like, you, you don't care, all that stuff. It's just because maybe last night, say it was Kobe, and then in the morning, one of these other personalities like steps in and it's like, I don't remember what happened. Or it, whatever happened yesterday, it doesn't matter because that's somebody else's life, not Kobe's. Got it? So this personality, super sweet guy, genuine, really helpful. And if you if you look through, uh, again, I haven't you know studied Kobe in any way, but you know, there's a genuine concern or desire or want of just Kobe, just being Kobe. He starts to, you know, he starts to make the fortune and fame, right? That's what this one of these, all of these identities 
promise because they each get, say, a turn being a complete identity of that personality, that form. It's like, so, and it's like, yeah, we'll give you all that fortune and fame. And again, we just want time. We just want time here. Uh, over time, though, this is the, this is a rub on how a lot of people um, do this, or a lot of issues on people that run this pattern, is that this personality starts to lose identity of who they are. And that's the key. So over time, uh, Kobe is always searching for himself, right? Uh, and although, say, Kobe might look congruent on say, TV, on, you know, on the game, or anything like that, personal life, well, maybe not so great, or pretty hard to connect with. And this is, uh, should we get into that? Yeah. So this is where his daughter might come in. Daughter, a brilliant individual, really solid, very intelligent, at a spirit level, Okay, um, I'll just draw that here. So say daughter, daughter's uh, smartphone, uh, daughter's consciousness, very intelligent, very wise, very brilliant, okay? very solid, knows who she is. So even at a young individual, you know, two, three, four years old, even younger as an infant, just knows how this reality works, knows this consciousness, very, like I said, very brilliant. So she's here, she knows who she is, and she only thing is she wants to be her. That's all she is, because that's all you want to do. Your life experience, your life purpose is all about being your best possible definition, where this just merges here so you do not need, say, the cell phone, the smartphone. So basically, this identity creates itself in full form without, say, a mechanism here. That's what you want. So this individual, say, is that person. The reason why is because, and this is why the Kobe had such a strong connection um, with his daughter. Now, on the outside, again, it looks like, you know, really intense love, really that deep connection. They do a lot of things together um, and so on, right? Because that's what you see on the outside. At the underlying level is the reason why it's Kobe so, so committed to her, you know, outside maybe the wife or, or anybody else, because this is the only person. Okay? This is the only person where Kobe is in proximity, connected to her at a physical level, these identities cannot interfere because she resonates at such a high frequency, it forces everybody around her. So she's magical. It forces everybody around her to be their best possible self. Basically, that's what I do. I resonate at such a high frequency that it forces you to be you, your pure version of yourself, without all the bullshit that that surrounds you or all the bullshit that you think you are. You know, you see yourself and you go, I'm not that. I'm not the cancer victim. I'm not the abused person. I'm not that. I'm this my grander self. This is what uh, Kobe's daughter did for him and many other individuals. Again, a very, very beautiful soul, as Kobe was, as anybody else is in your original form.
Okay? There's no distortion, there's no karma, there's nothing like that. In your original form, you are 100% pure, clean. There's no need to control, abuse, um, dictate anything like that. Because you don't need to, because at this level, the purity that you are, you are all that you are. You don't need anything else. But what you do experience here is a grand version of who you are here. Right? So, so that explains, um, ah, okay. So, so what happened to Kobe now? So over the years, again, 20 years or so, right? Over time, you can see that basically, uh, he gets, say, a little happier. So to speak, Kobe, I want to say around 30. So it takes about 10 years to figure out, say, these five personalities into one. So they start, say, meshing together. They start, you know, kind of like gears. They start coming together. They're not glitchy anymore. They're not going, hey, I'm supposed to be jumping in now. No, I'm supposed to be jumping in. They figure out a routine. They figure out a schedule. Sometimes they might merge all together. And then they feel really euphoric. This is where Kobe might feel really, say, grand. Well, you've got, shit, five operating systems, five energy systems supporting one phone. Imagine the power, right? If you had the processing power, the energy levels, and so on like that. If you had all five operating systems, hey, guys, let's have a party. Let's all jump in and operate at the same time on one phone. It's like a huge surge that, say, Kobe would get, right? Certain situations, especially when there's so many people watching him, right? He's like, hey, guys, let's just take all that grandeur, all the people watching you. It's a great space to be. A lot of people crave that, right? That that wanting, the, hey, look at me. Well, all five of all five them want to be that space. So you'll see, like, Kobe just, like, like vibrating in its grander self. It's really quite amazing. Um, one thing I want to talk about is that you know, sometimes, you know, like individuals like this, you know, they go to a success coach or, you know, those type of levels like, hey, you know, I want to I want to be a better basketball player. I want to be a better this. And again, those are fantastically, they work. But who are you teaching? Who are you connecting with? Right. Basically, what they're doing is like, hey, you want to be a better basketball player? Well, you know, their methods, yes, they'll get you to be a better basketball player by, say, putting you into a certain state or whatever it might be. Right. But basically what that state is like, hey, I want to be a better basketball player, but I don't know how to bring in this consciousness on command. So basically what they're teaching you at a deeper level and again, physical level, it might work. For you but it, it's distorting you know the after effect is distorting because this say identity takes over more it's like hey i want to on command bring this on now it's like oh yeah we can do that and then that's what they do and then he becomes or they become a better basketball player that's the same way with people making money uh or anything else it's say another identity another consciousness that they might bring in not all I'm just giving you one example or one of the ways that can happen. Now, this doesn't happen to all people, by the way. I'm just giving you one way. There's many, many, many ways that, say, people say, dictate their life. But the, it happens to enough people, especially people with, say, distortion type, time distortion type issues, 
uh, sadness, depression, suicidal tendencies, so on like that. that. That's why I'm covering it. Okay? This is where a lot of say the tragedies happen. Because tragedies are not just random accidents, by the way. At the blueprint level, there's no random accidents. Okay? And this is where we get to where Kobe, what happened to Kobe, or say the end of Kobe, unfortunately. So, so it takes about 10 years right to really say create a well-oiled machine here right and then you can see you know the grandness the happiness of kobe you know things are really working out things are going well relationships uh and so on like that and then and then and then from my perspective and i know it sounds strange but just sit with it you'll understand because it's not just the logic that I'm teaching you here is the frequencies that I'm resonating. So you'll start to see uh, from a different perspective and you'll start to go, oh, that's why my life is the way it is. Okay, and just by watching this, watching or listening to this video. Okay. So, so over time, by the time he's, I want to say 35, yeah, 35, 36, things get pressured more. So what happens here is that over time, 36, 37, 38, 39, it's like, you know, Kobe, these say identities or these operating systems or personalities, they want, they're so excited, right? So they have fortune to fame, they have, they have freaking everything. It's, it feels great. It's like they want more. They want more. They want more and more and more. And this is where the accident happens. Okay? Just follow me here. This is where the accident happens. So, so say that you want more, but you can't get more because you're in a 24-hour space-time reality here. You can't get any more. You can't create any more. But there's five personalities. So what, what starts to happen, Kobe starts to get pushed further and further and further away. Okay? So this... So this line here, okay, that connection, this connection starts to get overwritten. It starts to say, break apart. It starts to, again, get pushed further and further away, okay? Um, as it gets pushed further and further away, these forces, again, that crave physical, say, identity, start to come in closer. So these bonds, get thicker and thicker and thicker. That makes sense to you. There's one problem that these identities didn't realize, okay, is that they're dead. They can't regenerate themselves because they haven't, they don't have the intelligence or the know-how to recreate themselves back into, say, this reality again. That's the problem. They can't, again, exist in this reality without this consciousness here. So what happens? They don't see that. It's their blind spot over time. And it happens really quick, by the way. So the last, one, two, three, four, five. Say the last, just give me a second here. So Sunday. So I want to say seven, eight days before the, the accident happened, 
Coley was feeling really spacey. Uh, he was feeling really different. You know, people who were close to them, it's like, damn, Kobe, what the hell's going on? You know, you're not really here. You're not really, you know, it's like he's in, well, he just kind of floating around, right? Well, so basically what happens is that this connection gets disconnected more and more and more. So basically, Kobe gets into a death space, although he's physically here. And then, and you can see that in individuals who are, say, close to dying, okay? say, even a natural death, that this connection gets thinner and thinner and thinner, and then it snaps. Fortunately, in today's medical society, you know, it takes a long time to get thinner. If you're an awakened individual, you just snap. Uh, and then you're good to go. You're free, you're awakened on the other side. But in this case, again, he gets pushed out. So as these come in, Kobe's identity disconnects. So there's, there's an issue though with proximity. And this is, I'll just finish Kobe's story. So, so over time, again, it takes about, in, in Kobe's case, Again, not all cases, but in his case, just reading his files or accessing his files, about seven, eight days before the tragedy happened, he gets pulled. Again, this gets pulled, pulled, pulled to a point that it breaks. Well, if this breaks, this ceases to exist. It's like, it's like, you know, you take the battery, you know, back in the day with smartphones, right? It's a it's a fully charged battery. You're all complete. You take the battery out. You snap it out. You know on the phones that you could. You snap it out. What happens? Battery dies. Boom. So and this is where you get into when this disconnects like that, like the way it happened to Kobe. Strange shit happens. Have a helicopter crash. Uh, sometimes you just pass out, die. Sometimes you whatever happens. Something has to happen. Something has to happen for you to disconnect. Because when the command says disconnect, there's no going, well, I'm busy and I need to do this later. Right? We're not conscious enough to do that. When this disconnects, something has to get created for you to disconnect in reality. Fortunately, this is where the sad case is, uh, the daughter uh, and everybody in that helicopter kind of running kind of like that same fate, you know, hanging on to Kobe for some reason or another, you know, just connecting to Kobe, maybe it was their time. I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna read them on why they chose that time. But again, they were kind of part of that identity or that space because nothing happened on coincidence. So as that disconnects, something happens, they rush in and then well, what happens is that Kobe might get, say, this euphoric feeling, but then what happens is that in about a second or so, it's like, oh shit, what did we do? We disconnected the battery pack because this identity, COVID's identity, was running the whole show. So they got <clears throat> a little too greedy. And in this example, that's why Kobe is where he is.
and I know it sounds kind of strange, but if you look at, just to give you the disconnect, if you have, say, depression, if you have suicide type patterns in your family, and again, Cody might or might not, seems like he doesn't, but like a distant uncle or something like that uh, might have disconnected uh, in a suicide type manner or a strange type death type pattern from what I'm seeing. You can validate that with the family. Um, so, so, uh, but that's not the point. The point is that, you know, when people tell you who are suicidal or, or who are depressing, it's not usually their life situations. It's not their chemical situations. Those are after effects on this disconnect here. Those are after effects. Um, and just to give you, just to draw an example out. So you're here, you're say, um, your operating system's here, okay? Uh, for those people who feel not connected to this world, not complete in themselves, not connecting to anything else, not connecting to their identity, not liking who they are, not no matter how much money they have, how healthy they are. So the worst thing you can do to somebody who is suicidal, and they, again, this is a side note, just because suicide, um, suicide you know, is increasing um, lately from what I'm seeing, so I'm just putting it out there for those listening in. The worst thing that you can do go, you should be lucky because you have everything here, right? You should be happy. That is the worst thing you can do for somebody who is a suicide or a depression because they go, shit, you're right. I have everything here, but why don't I realize it? Why don't I feel that good about it? So it makes them feel even worse because it's like, well, if I do have everything here, why don't I feel like you know, everybody else feel good about it? Okay. So the best way to do or help them out, again, just as a side note, outside of Kobe, because it's not a suicide, but just to help people who are in that state is, is again, as they go further and further away, just to finish off this example, this proximity, and then this operating system kind of loses, say, Wi-Fi connection, if you will, and then this snaps, and suicide happens. Okay. Uh, or an accident happened, or a strange death happened. So the best way, as people are, say, slipping away, because that's what they call it, right? Oh, I see them slipping away. You bring them back into this reality by going, hey, uh, I noticed that you're sitting on this chair that that's right in front of me, and it's, say, in leather or cloth or whatever. You bring them back into something that's conscious, that's physically here. And they start, say, getting pulled forward into the reality where they've created their body. Okay? That's the best way to give up, touch them, you know, just lightly touch them on their arm or wherever shoulder and go, oh, I noticed I touched, you know, your shoulder. And then it pulls them back into the time frame that, say, you touch the shoulder. Or it's like, oh, the door is over there. And then they have to come back here. And if you do that enough times, you'll actually see their state change. Okay? So that's just a side note for those individuals who might, you know, have you know uh, depression running in their family or suicidal thoughts. Okay? By the way, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, so that's just a suggestion. But give it a try. You'll see that it probably works better than anything 
that you've done uh, to help those individuals. So getting back to COVID. Uh, now that we understand through the logistics. So, so with this, uh, and I, I just want to draw this here, maybe a smaller version. Okay. So those layers, the top level layers. So the blueprint on why this happens or how this happens. Now you know the blueprint that say Kobe was running. Basically, uh, and you can tell this physically that especially when he was younger, and that's why he would isolate himself, because Kobe would absorb people's in the physical world, outside of these, say, um, dead friends, right? In the physical world, he would absorb, say, the pains and the distortions and, you know, the depression and so on, say, of his mom or his best friend or whoever throughout life, over and over. That's So the same, whatever happens, say, at a spiritual frequency or a no-time frequency happens at the physical frequency, right? He's, and that's why people, uh, Kobe was very sensitive. He would look at people and he would understand, say, the pains or the woes of those individuals. So, so, uh, so again, being taken taken over, this is an extreme taken over. So that's his blueprint. So no matter how much success he had, no matter uh, you know how much fortune, fame, whatever he has, he wouldn't feel that completeness because again, he's always absorbing other people's identities, right? And then what he does over time is like shit. I gotta get, pull this stuff out of me. I gotta get it out of me. And then he would feel good for a while, but then. You could never get rid of these. So, but down here, helicopter crash, um, you know, conspiracy theories, mechanical issues, whatever else. Whatever happens here dictates what happens here. And again, those theories, whether they're true or not, who knows? This top level is always true. Right? So this is, I guess this would be the end of the second part uh, on the third part, join me and we're gonna connect with Kobe at a deeper level. We're gonna bring him in. You probably feel his uh, presence and essence. Uh, we're gonna help out this, the family. Because again, these are, this is Kobe's wish. I'm just helping out Kobe. Uh, daughter, uh, the individuals say that died. Um, the other individuals that died, help them. They make sure that they're that they're not in the lower realms. They need to be at an awakened state, uh, and then also helping see the family, the living family members here. So join me on uh, join me on part three.